0: Hey everybody, welcome everybody to our fifth podcast. Today we're gonna to talk about the 20 foods that would be found in my house. Uh, hope you guys enjoy. It's real information, very basic. I hope that you guys can incorporate some of the foods that I bring into my house that help me achieve some of my goals. Hope you enjoy, bon appétit. Today's podcast is brought to you from Gladiator Strength and Conditioning. Gladiator Strength and Conditioning is located on Bank Street right inside the Terran Jiu-Jitsu and they are a great place to go and train. Whether you're an athlete, whether you're, a mom or you're looking to get stronger, specifically in your deadlift, make sure to check them out. They are a great training facility and honestly there is a great atmosphere there of good people. Please make sure you go check them out on Instagram at Gladiator Strength and Conditioning. And make sure you do a like. He's got some great videos, good information. And if you're looking for a place to train in Ottawa South, definitely a place to go and check out.
1: Who's Rosie Mac? My dog. You got a new dog? Golden doodle. Oh yeah. How's that going so far? Feel like so having me. a new kid?
0: Uh not too bad. She's actually It's actually been a lot of fun. Really? She's uh she's been uh it's already been a day and she's already knocking on the door to go poop outside.
1: She's not waking up in the middle of the night. There's some. Yeah. Oh yeah, the first night
0: more. we were kind of uh you know her first night away from her home we were kind of more lenient with her. Mm-hmm. This is what uh, day 2 or 3 yeah with her. So yeah. um no, she slept. She maybe at about uh, one thirty last night in the morning. She was probably uh, whining a little bit for about 20 minutes and then mm-hmm. right back to bed. Yeah, so good. We b- it's good. Are a you crate training
1: a- her or is she just like on her own?
0: We're crate training her. Yeah, 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 yeah. we're crate training her. So I don't know. It's, it's some days we're suckers. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you know, she melts my heart. So <laughs> yeah. I just kind of sometimes I'm she like, looks oh, pretty let's cute. take her. And she takes me. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So far, so good. So we're happy. It's been a month without a dog in the house and it was too creepy. Yeah. yeah, right? yeah. So we put our first dog down, what, last month? And so, uh Cosmo, and then uh just couldn't it t- it was just yeah. weird, the house didn't feel full, yeah, as i said i I think I put a post on my Instagram uh, a house without a dog has had no soul, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I never grew up with dogs, never knew anything about it, and then all of a sudden we had one, mm-hmm. and within a month, I was like, we have to, like we have to go, so yeah, yes, it was kind one. of uh this was just like a, a waiting of disguise this was had to happen, yeah so was yeah, it was, yeah, good. Yeah. It was That's good. awesome, and so
1: what are we talking about today?
0: Today is going to be a great episode because we are talking about foods that I have in my house at all times. Okay. I think that one of the big things that to, as a nutritionist, a lot of people always want to wonder what we eat and it's to be honest, not really anything fancy. A lot of people who are always wonder what does Harry eat? Mm-hmm. A lot of my clients are always shocked that they find out that I eat some, some normal foods, but I like to share what we're actually eating because a lot of people think nutrition should be complicated. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's just really easy, good food right. and you know, one of my big beliefs is making sure that, you know, everybody has the foods inside their house that can make the meals that are going to help them achieve their goal. Mm -hmm. And if we can practice giving people the opportunity to be able to find meals that they can make within 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. chances of them going backwards Mm -hmm. in their health or their goals is less of a chance because you now have prepped and have all of those nutrients that you need available to you available right at times. Yeah. And so if you continuously learn those new recipes that you can make within 20 minutes and you have 20 of them, mm-hmm. it's so much easier because you're not going to go back to the old recipes mm-hmm. that got you in the problems to begin with. Right. right, right. right. So, so let's start going through them. Yeah, let's do right. it. Number so, one. Number one, uh, organic chicken drumsticks from Costco. I love them. Uh, we Wh- why organic? What's your... My why? thing about organic is that because I want the bones after... So I always mm. make them in the Instapot, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that chicken is one of the biggest users of antibiotics. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's it's reasonably, I think they're a dollar, um, they work out to about a buck a piece. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind spending a little bit extra on those organic chicken drumsticks. But on top of that, it's the flavor. Mm. I've tried all the drumsticks on the market. I've tried them from Costco to Walmart to Independent to Farm Boy. These ones honestly have the most amount of juiciness, flavor. And uh, I just like they to me and them. We just mix. Mm. And the good thing about them is because I make them in my Instapot. What I like to do is I'll put in twelve. I'll put some spices in, and then I'll put them on for thirty minutes. I'll take out the meat. Then all that bone and collagen is still all the collagen and some bone is left in there. I'll just chop up a whole bunch of vegetables, mm. stir it up a little bit, add a little bit of hot water, maybe an onion, and then I turn. I put the cover back on, and I turn it back on for twenty minutes, and then I make a soup. Huh. I haven't even washed the container.
1: Yeah, 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 I've yeah. just
0: re-added, so all of that good bone juice and all the broth is still sitting there, so I kind of get two for one, right. so I don't mind spending a little bit more money on the organic drumsticks, but to me, flavor profile is huge, and one of the big things is that because I have two ch- girls, right, I have seven and nine, Priya and Lily, and my wife, we find that they don't mind eating meat off a stick. Hmm. So any time of the night, day, they can do whatever (laughs) they want. We've taken the meat off the bone, made them like lettuce wraps, or we've just taken it off, put it on a sandwich, or sorry, a sandwich for them, Mm -hmm. or sometimes we'll just put it on top of a salad. Or for me, I just like it because the juice of the meat, Mm -hmm. actually when mixed with rice and veggies, you don't need to add a sauce to it. It adds that extra flavor to it just by having the chicken legs.
1: Is there any quality loss between breast to not breast? Like, is there any reason?
0: I I think there's not so much quality, but there is gonna be extra calories, right? There's gonna be a higher fat content with dark meat versus light meat. So if you are doing a specific kind of programming where you wanna make sure that you're looking at your caloric intake, Mm -hmm. definitely wanna make sure that you see which fits your calories or your macros. I just prefer it for flavor profile because it tastes good the next day, Mm -hmm. it tastes amazing fresh, it mixes well with rice, It can be utilized in many different formats. And to be honest, price point Mm -hmm. to meet in is very effective because I think for 12 to 14 drumsticks from Costco, I think they're about 15 bucks. Wow. So they're they're reasonable and that's organic. So, you know, it just kind of fits our family for all the things that we're doing. And again, it's the pace of how fast you can cook them. Right. So, number one, always have, we probably go through, right now, I go through a package of 14 a day. in our house. So we eat a lot of them. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Number two. Number two, frozen berries. Absolute must. We have in our fridge right now, or in our freezer, sorry, we have frozen blueberries, frozen cherries, frozen strawberries, frozen berry mixed. I think we even have mango. Um, I'm a big proponent of frozen fruit. A, you can buy it organic, right? So for me, because berries are one of the highest sprayed fruits Mm. out there, if I can give... Opportunity, if I can get something that's going to have the lowest amount of pesticides and they're going to be organic and they're in the freezer and they taste good, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So for us, we'll always have organic blueberries um, and cherries. The ones that we use a lot are, again, Costco. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have uh, Nature's Touch. I don't know what it is about these cherries and their blueberries. They're touched by nature. Oh, probably. <laughs> if you, anybody who I've recommended to in our office has come back and said, "Harry, how do you not eat the whole bag at once?" Right. Right. The flavor profile is amazing. And the one thing about berries that I like, especially frozen, is they're a great dessert. They can be thawed. Taste. They taste pretty decent. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't eat them thawed. We just eat them frozen in our house at all mm-hmm. times. Um, but I do like the fact that they never go bad. Mm-hmm. They're always in stock. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes a routine in my, in my week that I just right. rotate my berry. Mm-hmm. So we'll buy one type of berry every week, but then it just turns into, we just buy them all yeah, at yeah, once. Yeah, yeah. We, we started off rotating, but now we just have like, yeah. now we can barely close our freezer yeah. sometimes because there's so many frozen berries. So big fan of them. Remember, low sugar, mm-hmm. hot, and it's a high volume food. Mm-hmm. So if you eat like one cup of blueberries, I think you're getting about 20 grams of carbohydrates. Yeah. Well, one cup of blueberries, that's a lot of blueberries. Yeah. So your volume in, uh, is filling yeah. and your total caloric intake is low, but your antioxidant high mm-hmm. and your fiber is good. I was to say the fiber is
1: higher th- than like melon fruits, so it's better glycemic index too, th- right? That's right. Yeah. So
0: glycemic response is much better yeah. and oh, let's face it, who doesn't like berries? Yeah. You know, one of my favorite um, treats at night is berries, uh, nuts, and a tablespoon of maple syrup. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's a nice mix and they taste really good, mm-hmm. right? So we'll Sweet. always have frozen berries in our house. Cool. Number three. Uh, nuts. We'll always have some type of nut in our house. So um, for us, we'll rotate our nuts every week. Or mm-hmm. I'll do what I call jar rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything from macadamia to um, pistachios, uh, pecans, cashews. What we'll do is every time we buy one jar, then what happens is that we will then rotate it to another jar. Hmm. So we'll never use the same jar twice. I won't buy pistachios pistachios, 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 and eat the same nut for the whole year, nor will I buy mixed nuts, mm. right? Because I always want to make sure that I'm eating a mono nut because if I eat the same nut over and over and over again, that could cause some digestive issues because right. there's not enough repetition. And I find sometimes with nuts, people are pretty sensitive to them. Mm. Like in our house, me and my one daughter love them. Mm-hmm. My daughter and my other daughter my wife, they don't even eat them in a day, right? Right, But so it's it's they just say it doesn't make their stomach feel the greatest. So right. the more we rotate, the better variety we get in our nuts. And that's just a good source of fats. Right. Right. Good thing about nuts, you can throw them on a salad. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually have a little dessert trick that sometimes I make with them where I take pecans Mm -hmm. and I melt a little bit of ghee uh, ma- tablespoon of maple syrup with some cinnamon. Mm.
1: Ooh, magic. Yeah, that does sound good. Oh. What do you say to people who like you know say like cashews are bad nuts, other nuts are superfoods? You should only eat certain kinds of nuts. Like I where think do the you stand th- on that? I think
0: the key is is that you should find out which nut works with you first, right? Like there's some nuts with me I can feel a little bit of irritation. Like almonds, I don't feel so hot after mm-hmm. eating, so I don't eat those. But the good thing is there's so many varieties, mm-hmm. right? So we have hemp seeds. Then we'll try macadamia. Then we try pistachios. I'm not a big believer in power foods. Mm -hmm. I'm a believer in variety of foods. Mm -hmm. So keep trying different foods. See how you feel after eating them and figure out what ones are more powerful for you. But in my opinion, there's no nut better than another nut. It's just make sure you rotate them all in because each nut has its own antioxidant and fatty acid profile. So just keep rotating your nuts. Mm -hmm. But make sure you rotate. It's a big thing. But nuts are always in our house. Cool. Right? Number four. Uh, Ground meat. Big fan of ground meats. Uh, Again, when it comes to ground meats, I find that you can be very versatile with it, Mm -hmm. right? We can make a burger, right? So for me, I don't eat eggs, right? So I can make a burger for breakfast, no problem. Mm -hmm. I can make a meatball, Mm -hmm. right? So if I want to make a meatball or I want to make a chicken souvlaki or if I want to make a stir fry, I can just always throw ground meat. So one thing you'll always find in our house is no word of a lie. Probably every week we cook about... Two to three pounds of ground meat every week, whether it's turkey, chicken, beef, uh, lamb. Um, My neighbor just dropped off some moose. Moose is fantastic. Mm -hmm. So we'll have a whole variety of them because it gives us the opportunity to make a huge variety of different types of foods. So we never get sick of the same foods. Right. Right. So we're making a burger one day. Then we're making meatballs. Then um, we're making a shish kebab. And for me, that's my breakfast. Right. Right. Or meat muffins. Meat muffins. That's like a classic. You're you're in our you're in our private Facebook group. So, you know, a lot of people make meat muffins and ground meat is so flexible for Mm -hmm. that. So if you're on the run, making a meat muffin can be a very, very useful tool. But we can probably put the recipe that we put for meat muffins uh, in the show notes. Yeah, so that yeah. way if people want to get access to yeah. them, we'll add them to it well, because that's a, f- that's a fan favorite in our office. Sure. Especially people who work shift, retail. Yeah. It's something that you can grab just and go. grab and go. Yeah. So definitely we always have ground meat in our house. Cool. Next. Number six is… Uh, number number six. five. Number five, olive oil. Always have olive oil in the house. Hmm. Um, so again, olive oil, just my preferred oil of choice. Right. There's numerous people who say don't cook with it. They don't like to use it in a pan because it kills off the antioxidants, not a cooking meat. Mm. You know, I've read research on both and I just go based on simplicity. Mm-hmm. I just go buy a really good olive oil mm-hmm. and I use that for mm-hmm. everything, right? So if I, unless I'm making a salad dressing, mm-hmm. I do have a, a little r- better, like a refined olive oil that I find. Right. I just like the taste better when I'm making it and it's got marinated with herbs in it. Right. Uh, so there's a couple of places around the city of Ottawa that you can buy these refined olives oils and i find that i just have that but that's good for me because i can cook with it then if i'm making uh, a salad dressing i'll just add olive oil and some balsamic vinegar and uh that's it yeah. so i'll always have olive oil in the house yeah yeah, pretty fanatical sense. my wife hates it i'll always have two bottles yeah yeah i love olive oil there's too. nothing worse than making something and you run out yeah <laughs> so if i bu- if i run out of one and i'm back i always buy two yeah because yeah, then yeah. i'm always ahead of the curve, yeah. right?
1: What do you think about, like, is there any other oils that you use? There's or? avocado oil yeah. that you
0: can use. There's coconut oil that mm-hmm. you can use. Those are probably the three that I like to rotate. We do mm-hmm. have uh, coconut oil at our house. Mm-hmm. Avocado oil, I'll buy the odd time. But to be honest, if you... Olive oil is still one of the oldest oils in the world. Yeah. So sometimes I don't like to break... Something or that's or break something that's working. Mm-hmm. And two, I like the taste. I feel good off of it. Mm-hmm. And it just works. Yeah. Right? So I don't like to I don't think there's always going to be a better oil that keeps coming out. Right. Uh, olive oil has been researched with the Mediterranean diet for many many years and it works. Mm-hmm. I don't have to overthink it. Yeah. Right? And it's everywhere. Yep. Number 6. Uh spices. Oh yeah. I mean, you've seen me you, you I've, like your I like my spices. So in our house, you'll probably find that I have about six to seven different spices that I'm using all the time because that gives me the opportunity to change the variety of my food. Yeah. So I'm pretty simple with my cooking, mm-hmm. right? Like chicken legs, ground meats, maybe a lamb. I don't really like to rotate too many types of different types of foods. And like I, don't, I like to rotate a lot of foods, mm-hmm. but I don't rotate different cuts and stuff mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it just comes down to speed during my week. Mm-hmm. And I find that just having spices really gives me the variety I need. So the one I'm hooked on right now, Harissa, hmm. Harissa, right. That's the blend of me and my wife's name, Melissa with Harry. Oh, Harissa. That's funny. So that's our joke at home. Uh, Harissa. There's a uh, one that I use called Punjabi Tunduri spice, right? Which is just a dry rub. I've got one uh, Mediterranean rubs. Uh, I do. There's a couple of different companies that I do purchase. They're already done. Mm-hmm. They're all gluten free. They're pr- they're organic. They cost me about nine, I don't know, eight to twelve bucks for a container of spice. Right. But then I don't have to worry about using all these different like making my own spice mixes. I just literally will open up my Instapot. I'll add in a little bit of water. I'll throw my chicken legs in. I'll put my Punjabi Tunduri spice, lemon juice, a little bit of olive oil. And some cilantro. I'll mix it up and I close it for 30 minutes, and that's it. And I'll do that with every other spice that we yeah. have. And now I'm using masala. I'll use a, a jerk marinade or a jerk uh, spice. I'll use. I have right now Argentinian steak rub, which eh, not my favorite. Yeah. But I'll always be rotating my spices in my pantry because we know spices have lots of antioxidants yep. lots of healing factors to them mm-hmm. and uh, to me they add a different flavor profile without having to change my cooking techniques especially with my speed that I can cook at right so we'll right. always have different ones in there but yeah oh yeah definitely I'm a big fan of uh, dry rubs I'm not too much into marinades and adding them right maybe a little bit but uh, I just like spices because they're locale we or not mm-hmm. have to add too much to them yeah and they add a lot of flavor to it cool number seven garlic <laughs> garlic snob. Uh, I'm a ba- I'm very much known for that in the really, house. Even eh? My mom is shocked at it. Do you me. go to
1: Garlic Fest every
0: year? I don't go to Garlic Fest. I just have to make sure that it's very local. Right. I like to know that it's local. If it doesn't say Ontario or Canada on it, right. I won't buy it. Actually, last time, I frequent Tremblant a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were there this summer, and I picked up something like, I think, five kilos of garlic in one oh. shot. The smell. Mm-hmm. It's the smell and the flavor profile. When you get real garlic locally grown, you open it up mm-hmm. and you start to tear. Mm-hmm. And you don't. You only need one third of the amount.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So for me, garlic, always in the house, very good for antimicrobial. So it's very good for gut health. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very good for immune system. But it's also a good spice that adds a lot of flavor mm-hmm. for marinades mm-hmm. and for meats or even vegetables. Like we'll just take olive oil, garlic, bok choy. Right perfect right that's just a really fast dinner that's in our house all the time so it, it, garlic can be a quick thing or ginger some yeah. people like ginger yeah, i'm not yeah. me and my wife aren't ginger people we're more, more into the garlic flavor so garlic will always be in our house at all times because you can do pretty much anything with really fast nice okay number eight uh sushi rice and jasmine rice okay. oh yeah have you tried sushi rice before
1: i've never tried that's the thing i eat jasmine rice all the time actually maybe basmati i don't even remember which kind
0: but no i don't think i've ever had sushi rice on its own sushi rice is fantastic it's sticky rice right so if you're making salmon Mm -hmm. and you're make you can make deconstructed sushi with it at home Mm. uh, i actually do my secret weapon recipe is i take one to one so one cup jasmine Mm -hmm. one cup sushi rice mm-hmm. and i mix them together then i make my rice mm-hmm. it's great Interesting. it's got sticky it's got uh a, like a nice fluff to it yeah but rice to me is uh, i'm indian yeah right i grew up on rice yeah so if you ask me rice over potatoes i'll always eat rice right. and because i'm eating my chicken legs i find that the sauce kind of turns into a curry sauce yeah, yeah, so yeah. i just have to take a little bit of that collagen i always my wife threw it out once mm-hmm. she threw up like the the leftover like broth or mm-hmm. collagen or the gelatin part of the mm-hmm. leftover because I'd left the container and I took out all the meat and she just kind of threw I'm like that's like the best part <laughs> I actually save it and then when I'm warming up my rice at night right? I'll just use a tablespoon of that so then the rice doesn't stick to the pan because I don't have a microwave in my house right? so I'll just use that to kind of kind re-bring back the heat to the rice and it doesn't stick to the pan then I throw my meat back in it adds a ton of flavor so sushi, jasmine rice probably one of my favorite things to do always in the house I'm just a rice guy or a potato guy so why
1: the, it's kind of like a controversial thing in the nutrition world where everyone's like, "Oh, you need brown rice, the higher fiber, it's not processed. Why, why do you recommend? Actually, white if rice? you
0: look up centurions, people who live over 100, they actually uh-huh. eat white rice. Hmm. I have to, I, my mom is a classic example of a person who ate white rice her whole life and everybody thinks she looks very young Mm -hmm. and I was always the one pushing for her to eat brown rice but now when you start to go back and look at some of the information that's coming out even things about like lectins and Dr. Gundry Mm -hmm. and just looking at some of the basics of what the world is eating Mm -hmm. the majority of the world eats white rice so and I never really liked brown rice I only ate it because I I don't like it. I don't like the taste. I don't like the flavor. No. But I love the taste of white and jasmine rice and sushi rice. But if you actually start to look through all the data, Mm -hmm. it's actually better for us to eat white rice. Hmm. So I'm a big fan of it. Plus, um, now, I haven't checked my facts on this, Mm -hmm. but uh, apparently, uh, in terms of sprays, Mm -hmm. they spray a little bit more brown rice than they do white rice. Now, I haven't looked at That's not guaranteed. I've heard that from two or three multiple sources. Right. I haven't researched into it yet. Right. But- I just, again, for me, I try not to overthink things Mm -hmm. with my nutrition. I like white rice, jasmine rice. Is Mm -hmm. there anything wrong with me eating it? No. Mm -hmm. In fact, they're saying that people who are living to over 100 eat more white rice, more jasmine rice. Mm -hmm. Well, that's great. I like the taste of it, so I'm going to keep eating it. And it doesn't make me feel bad. It actually makes me feel better. Mm -hmm. Right? I feel great. I find actually, an interesting with carbohydrates, is that if I eat rice during the day, Mm -hmm. better. If I eat potatoes, I feel a little bit more sluggish. Maybe because it's a little bit heavier. Mm. So I just feel better with rice. All right, but cool. sushi rice, if you haven't tried it, make sure you get the Londonburg. It's in a blue Bloomberg, bag. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, it mixes up good and it's just a different flavor profile of rice. Cool. Kyle. Number nine. Red potatoes. I'm not a big sweet potato fan. Huh. I lo- like as in recommending them mm-hmm. for rebuilding digestive tracts, amazing. Me, personally, I am not a fan of sweet potatoes. I'm a really huge fan of red potatoes. I can't tell you what it is. It's just the flavor profile. I have my active fryer. Mm -hmm. I add my little bit of olive oil. Mm -hmm. I make my red potato french fries, and I'm just in love with them. Interesting. So, again, uh, the big thing about potatoes that I love, again, and I think that more families should eat them, I think they've gotten a bad rap. You know, if we just go back to, like, a common sense approach, people will say, oh, bread's healthy, but potatoes are bad. Tell me how that makes sense. Yeah. Something processed or something not. What's in bread? No idea. What's in potato? Potato. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, well, but potatoes are bad for you. Really? Yeah. Um, But potatoes, think about what you can do with a potato, okay? In in fact, in our recipe book, Mm -hmm. I think we have like six potato recipes that you can make with one type of potato. Right. Right? So you could make a uh, roasted potato. You could make a mashed potato. Mm -hmm. You could make a shepherd's pie. Mm -hmm. You could make French fries. Mm Mm-hmm. You could make homemade potato chips. Mm -hmm. You could make a, I think we have a French Parisian style uh, potato salad. Right. You could do a boiled potato. There's just so much variety of what you can do with a basic potato Mm -hmm. that I say to myself, of course we're going to have them in our house. Mm -hmm. And the good thing is, is that, we go to a store in Elmont because I out about Carlton Place, Dandelion. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just actually finished expanding their store. It's a health food store, and I used to own one, so it kind of brings back memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have uh, – they also have local red potatoes in stock. We buy them from there. Man, they're dirty. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you get yeah. into them, but the taste, the flavor, it's amazing. Yeah. And I do like uh, purple potatoes. I think they're called Japanese yams. Okay. I'm, I like those better than sweet potatoes. They're soft like a sweet potato, but when they cook in the actor fryer, they're crunchy like a white potato. So we, but they're hard to find. Yeah. They're not as easy, but red potatoes definitely in our house at all times. Cool. Number 10. Uh, Romaine lettuce. Love these. Even after the whole California thing, I was still eating it. My wife got so mad at me. (laughs) Really? She's like, what are you doing buying romaine lettuce? I'm like, I need it. It's a part of my system. You know what? Romaine lettuce to me should be in every family's home. And here's why. Think of the diversity you can make. Mm -hmm. Okay. So one, you can make a salad. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite salads is basically romaine lettuce. Cut up tablespoon of olive oil. Olives, strawberries, and a piece of protein. Mm-hmm. How can you beat that?
1: Why not one of the more popular greens like kale or something like that? I'll though. have those
0: too. But the problem is, is that romaine lettuce has more diversity. So one is I can make a salad. Two, I can make a taco. Like I can make a quick lettuce wrap mm-hmm. very quickly. And three, if I make a burger, I, what I do is I take the lettuce and I fold it into two. Mm-hmm. I put the burger in it and mm-hmm. then I fold another one and I put the burger. Yeah, so now yeah, I've got yeah, a burger. Yeah right mm. so whereas with kale i can't do that mm. or with any other type of lettuce i can't do that so mm. for me it just comes down to flexibility convenience yeah and time yeah right so think i go buy romaine lettuce mm-hmm. if i have an old chicken breast in my in my fridge mm-hmm. that let's say it's a day old well at least i can just cut it up throw it in a, ro- in a lettuce wrap and make something mm-hmm. or if i want to have a burger because i'm craving a burger i could just take the lettuce wrap and make it or if i have some ground meat Mm -hmm. I can make a taco Mm -hmm. so for me it just comes down to flexibility of that I can make three different types of meals for me have a different flavor profile because the one thing I don't want to get is is palate fatigue yeah because a lot of people think they're like oh you must eat pretty boring no I eat tons of different types of foods Mm -hmm. and because I have created these uh, different types of recipes that I can make with different types of food, mm-hmm. all within one food. Mm-hmm. It makes it so easy for me because I can have so much flexibility. Right. Right. So that's why I'm a big fan of romaine lettuce. They're nutritious, right? Mm-hmm. They're a green veggie. I mean, are there better ones? Sure. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know what? Sometimes when you don't feel like cooking and you've got a lettuce wrap there, you know, I, I'll just like double, triple wrap them and I'll get them into me. Yeah. Right. right. So super easy. I love it. Ooh, organic olives. You like this one, I, eh? Oh, I love these. I was recently in Trombley again last year. Mm-hmm. And we went to the store there and uh, I always pick up olives, mm-hmm. right? Wherever we go, because we had a house there for, we rented it. We were staying up there for a couple weeks. So I picked up these Sardo, S-A-R-D-O, the brand, mm-hmm. organic olives. I've only been able to find them in Farm Boy, hmm. okay? The spicy ones, hands down, one of the best olives I've ever tried. Interesting. Even the staff here, we have bottles. yeah, in yeah. The, yeah. Uh, in the uh, in the fr- in the in the fridge here, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, we eat them all the time. Yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. it's just something fast, right? Mm-hmm. If you're craving salt, really good little salty little treat. Mm-hmm. Lots of antioxidants in olives, right? It's got about 1.5 grams of fat for every two olives. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when I don't have any nuts and I need some fats to add to my meal, that's nice. why I like add them to my salad. Yeah, right, because I can just take them, add a couple of olives in, perfect mixes up good adds a little, little bit of spice to my flavor a mm-hmm. little bit of salt especially at night for those people who have salt cravings can be just a good little thing to kill that salt craving and move out uh, and move on it's also very good if you warm them up mm. if you take them and you warm them up and just have some mixed nuts mm-hmm. it can really crunch a craving and they're super fast mm-hmm. right so we'll always have uh, organic olives specifically those ones nice okay number 12 uh cauliflower again Non-negotiable in our house. It doesn't matter the price. I will always have two to four heads of cauliflower in our house every week. Again, pure flexibility. Yeah. Right. One, I can roast it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Two, I can eat it raw. Mm -hmm. Three, I can rice it. Right. Four, I can blend it, make it into a mashed potato if I'm using my potatoes. Mm -hmm. And so it gives me the opportunity or I can steam it. Mm -hmm. Right. So it just gives tons of flexibility. I find that it's very neutral. Mm-hmm. I can add my spices to it. Yeah. It doesn't have a distinct taste other than it smells the next day. Mm-hmm. I will agree to that. Mm-hmm. But in terms of flexibility, again, super easy. Part of the cruciferous family. Very good for detoxification. High in fiber. High, pro- high nutrient profile. And again, just pure flexibility. If I want to have a little bit of rice and I want to mix up my... And I want to rice the cauliflower, I can just mix it up with my rice. Mm-hmm. Add a little bit of coconut soy sauce. Add the chicken breast to it. Boom. I can eat that or a chicken leg. I can eat that, giving me the opportunity to feel like I'm having rice, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. So again, flexibility and my kids like it. Right. Right. A little bit of salt. Perfect. That's, Love it. Nice. 13. Fennel. Interesting. Fennel. So fennel actually was one of the, the two foods that we recommended the most last year mm-hmm. in the office of 2018. And we got the most feedback on was fennel and bok choy. Right. Because mm-hmm. we always want people to try New veggies, mm-hmm. and the one thing I like about fennel and bok choy is that a they're always in stock at the grocery store, every time. So sometimes like asparagus the mm. other day I think was nine dollars. Mm. Well, at least fennel does. It. Fennel's about two to five bucks. Yeah, it does. There's not a lot of variety right. in the pricing, so it doesn't variance. Two, it's always in stock, mm-hmm. and three, it's good three ways. You can roast it, mm-hmm. you could make a soup, mm-hmm. you could also eat it raw. Hmm. Right? Raw, like a lot of my clients who are Italian mm-hmm. tell me they just cut up fennel, a little bit of olive oil and salt, and they eat it. Hmm. But the good thing about fennel, very good for digestion. Right. And I find that if I'm making, for example, an asparagus mushroom, I'll just chop up a little bit of fennel and roast it all together, and it just adds a, a different kind of um, flavor profile to mm-hmm. it. Right? So for us, we always have fennel because it's a good food for digestion. It's always in stock at the grocery store, it doesn't fluctuate in price, which mm-hmm. keeps it very simple for us. Nice. And the kids will eat it. Nice, right? All right, number 14. Cilantro. 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 You know that it's probably the one herb that people hate or love. I love cilantro. Yeah, I like for, cilantro. For me, cilantro is a must. Why? I can chop it up. Again, flexibility. Mm-hmm. I can put it when I'm making my chicken legs, throw it in. Mm-hmm. I can make a quick salsa, mm-hmm. right? So you know in our Facebook group, we have like five or six different salsa recipes. Mm-hmm. Just to, even an onion chopped up. Chopped up cilantro, a little bit of lemon juice Mm -hmm. can go a far way. And then you add a chicken Mm -hmm. to a lettuce wrap. You wrap that around a little bit of mustard. It goes a far way in flavor profile. Right. Right. So for us, cilantro, always in the house. And the one thing that's interesting about cilantro is that it actually has research for chelating out heavy metals. Right. So like cilantro soup. Right. Right. So if you ever have a chance to make cilantro soup, it actually has been proven to make up a chelator for heavy metals. Hmm. So a little bit of broth, some cilantro, boil it up, eat it. I just find I love, th- I love the profile of it. So cilantro is generally in our house every week. Nice. Okay? Fifteen. Bubby's horseradish. Bubby's horseradish. Bubby's horseradish. Fermented horseradish.
1: What is horseradish for the people who don't know?
0: Horseradish, interesting, is from a plant, a horseradish. Huh. Right? Same family as mustard and wasabi. Huh. So, um, again, there's antioxidant properties because it's still a part of the cruciferous family. Right. Right? So it'll give you some antioxidants. Um, but it's another flavor profile. So for me, I love chicken wings. So sometimes when I want to make a dip, I'll just take horseradish, throw it on the plate and add it to it. Mm-hmm. Or let's say I'm making one of my burgers. I'll just take burgers, add a little bit of horseradish, mushrooms, uh, mushrooms, some mustard and uh, Bubby's pickles. And I'll just add it, a little bit of lettuce wrap to it. And it adds a little bit of spice. Now, the one thing about their horseradish mm-hmm. is that it's over—it's strong, but not overbearing to the point where you can't handle it. Right. So for me, I like that flavor profile in my food, and it just works out well. So I'll always make sure that I have Bubby's um, horseradish. In fact, we actually sell it now at the office. Oh, there you go. We actually brought in Bubby's products because they're so good. Mm-hmm. The taste quality is there. Mm-hmm. They believe in their product. Mm-hmm. It's good quality. There's no added chemicals or ingredients mm-hmm. it's basically what it says mm-hmm. and they taste old school yeah, like they taste yeah, yeah. The, like the original flavors that they should be mm. so we brought them in just because That's i said awesome. you know what if i'm if i'm eating it i got to share it with others yeah yeah, yeah. cool right. 16 bok choy. bok choy again bok choy just another variety to eating spinach or kale right right the only problem i hate about bok choy and i'm very it just takes so long to to wash right the it takes more time to wash it than it does take to cook it Hmm. right very sandy right but um, again we go to Dandelion and uh, in Almont they have organic local bok choy so we'll always pick it up from there super awesome and the one thing I like about bok choy again it's part of the cruciferous family so same thing as broccoli and cauliflower mm-hmm. and the good part is is it cooks in minutes mm. right again a little bit man. of garlic Or ginger, olive oil, just saute. Boom! It's done. It's a fast, easy food that you can make in bulk, Mm -hmm. and will give you tons of good nutrients and fiber to keep you full. Mm -hmm. Right. So you can kind of notice a trend with me. Yeah. yeah, Everything's fast and simple and plain. Realistic for lifestyle. We'll add in salt, but the good thing is, is that there's lots of variety in all these foods, and you don't have to still. It doesn't have to be spinach and kale. It's like bok choy, arugula, watercress. Lots of variety in our house.
1: Speaking of adding salt,
0: number seventeen is Himalayan salt. Right. So Gordon Ramsay always says um, salt is the difference maker between good meal. Yeah. Right. So for me, I always add salt to all of my food. I don't mm-hmm. go overboard because
1: mm-hmm. um, like that's a hot topic, too, is sodium. A lot of people don't understand sodium. What's your
0: you know, the thing for me is that the interesting part about sodium is that you do need some salt in your diet. Yeah. We're of aware course. of that. And the problem that I have, it's the salt source that we're getting it from. Right. So, for example, my client will say to me, Harry, I reduced all salt but then they're eating a bag of chips or crackers at the end of the day or mm. they're, when they feel like they have an urge for salt, they'll eat the worst salt possible. Right. Whereas what we've seen is that when we actually add salt to everybody's diet, so we say add a little bit of a pinch of salt to all of your meals, they say all of their salt cravings go away. So think, what's better, Himalayan salt mm-hmm. with on a chicken breast or a bag of potato chips? Yeah. So for me, I think that when we add a little bit of salt to all of our meals, You get rid of all of your salt cravings. The food tastes much better. It's not bland, and again, it's a better. You will be able to eat better quality food long term, right? Because salt is a part of our diet. Don't go overboard, but I do like Himalayan sea salt, Celtic sea salt. Um, I just bought one for my wife. It was this fancy salt because she likes different types of salts. Mm-hmm. So we're always using different types of salts in our house. But definitely Himalayan salt is always in our house. It's just this pink salt right. that we get. Um, again, adds more flavor to my f- to my food without, and I don't get bored. Yeah, right. Nope. So big fan sense. of Himalayan salt. If you don't got some, if you don't got some in your house? Make sure you have some. Eighteen. I don't mess around with ice cubes. Ice cubes. Oh yeah. Interesting. Well, you know, in the office, not the wrapper. I've, I've got ice cubes here. Yeah. I've got ice cubes at the house. There's probably. I've got three ice cube makers at my house. Huh. Yeah, I'm a big fan of cold, cold drinks, cold water, mm-hmm. uh, cold protein shakes, cold BCAs if I'm right. training, cold electrolytes. Yeah. Everything has to be super, super cold. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. ask me why. Yeah. Nice. It's just a personal thing. But I'll always have ice cubes at my house, even at the office. There's an ice, we used to have an ice cube maker here right. at the office, and then it broke. Um, but yeah, always have ice cubes around me. Love cold water speaking of water 19 19 you'll always find uh san pellegrino or montpellier in our house in terms of water uh the reason is it's mineral water Mm -hmm. right so i love carbonated and so uh, i'll always make sure that i have carbonated water in the house because when i want come home from work and i want something refreshing Mm -hmm. i just want to add a little bit of like lemon or some ice to it Mm -hmm. i just find it super refreshing and it Just a good little tonic to have at the house. Mm -hmm. So we'll go through a lot of them. Like Mm -hmm. my kids love them. My wife, we just think it's super refreshing to have uh, in the house at all times. We don't drink like Perry or anything like that. I do like the mineral water Mm -hmm. better because there is minerals added to it. Mm. So that way I'm going to just get some minerals added to my diet that way. So just a little thing that we always have now, San Pellegrino. 20. Uh, 20. I'll always have enjoy life foods, dark chocolate chunks.
1: Enjoy life foods, dark chocolate chunks. This stuff's
0: awesome. Okay. It's just awesome stuff. They're yeah, found yeah, yeah. in the organic section. Right. And they're these dark chocolate chunks. Oh, yeah. Mm. That, again, sometimes I can add that to my dessert at night. Yeah. Like my little berries, uh, a little bit of nuts. Or if I'm having nuts, uh, I won't have the chocolate. If I'm not having nuts, I'll have a little bit of chocolate. Right. Just to add to it so for some variety because I just find that those ones, I don't know what it is about that chocolate. doesn't give me a headache. doesn't give me anything. Mm-hmm. doesn't give me any reactions. It tastes really good. But we try not to keep too much of it in the house because, oof, it can be you dangerous can go through it. Oh yeah, we can go through it. But we usually buy one bag a week. Yeah, we're very good about buying one. Sometimes my wife will buy two, depending on what time of the month it is in mm. our <laughs> house. <laughs> um, <laughs> but generally, we'll always have one bag, and then that's it. If that bag finishes between the four of us, yeah. it's done. We won't go buy another one, so that we no do wait. have some, we do have some flexibility in the house. That's there right. as well.
1: So if you call those. Things that are always there. What always. are some things that you maybe every once in a while? Maybe it's like a craving kicker. What are what are a couple of things that you? So some other separately? things you'll
0: probably always find. Zevia, Zevia or LaCroix. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. LaCroix probably is really beating my heart right now oh, over I Zevia. I love LaCroix. So the, which one's your favorite? LaCroix for the, sure. But which oh, what one? flavor?
1: Yeah, uh, cran raspberry probably. Ooh,
0: I'm a peach pear.
1: I like peach pear. Um, I find it like I don't know. Sometimes I want to punch. The, I find the other ones. The, yeah, I went to the states. Yeah, lemon lime. Uh-huh. Blew my mind. There really? was no way there wasn't sugar in it. Like it tasted so good.
0: So you know, a la croix, I will try to have like two or three a week. Mm-hmm. I just find again very flavorful. We have yeah. them in the office. Mm-hmm. Do you know what we got now in the office? Zevia energy drinks. Oh really? We just got them in. Um, so there would be that. There probably be some like gluten free cracker mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always be probably a gluten free pizza. My daughter mm-hmm. loves pizza, and because she's allergic to eggs, and she doesn't do well with gluten. Mm-hmm. Costco makes a really good gluten-free pizza. Mm-hmm. So we always have that in the house probably. Uh, other ones, I do actually, I always make sure in the house, I should add that, but it's not really, I don't use it every day though, mm-hmm. um, or weekly, is I use a vegan mayo. Mm. Right? So I do like sometimes to, you know, if I'm making a dip mm-hmm. for my chicken wings and it's like my once a week meal where I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I don't feel like, I'll take a little bit of horseradish and I'll mix that up mm-hmm. with the um, vegan mayo. the vegan mayo just to kind of give me just a dip. Yeah. Or sometimes if I'm making a burger, Right, And I'm like, oh, you know what? Just a little bit of mayo on mm-hmm. there would do well. Mm-hmm. So that's something I inherited from my mom. Mm-hmm. She likes her mayo. Mm-hmm. But uh, because of the eggs in me, I just kind of switched over. But maybe a jar we go through two months, mm-hmm. two, three months. So it's not something I use every day. Mm-hmm. right? But um, those would probably be things... On a majority, the the ten percent, you know, there's probably some other things like we have gluten-free bread in the house. Yeah. Again, maybe once a month, um, me and my wife will be like, let's just make a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Like make a sandwich, so I'll have a gluten-free sandwich. I'll put um, some I'll put chicken breast in there. We'll put Mm -hmm. some veggies. I'll make a salad to go with it, and then move on. I'm not just gonna be like, oh, let's just have a sandwich. So I'll I'll have a salad with it. So sometimes it's just nice on a Sunday afternoon. We don't really feel like cooking, we just want something fast, and we'll do that we'll do or we'll do an open face sandwich like right? two pieces of bread, two pieces mm-hmm. of chicken, and a big salad to go with it just to kind of break up our our palate right right so you know I'll try to bring in different things every month that's different from what I usually do. It's like turkey bacon you'll find in our house maybe once a month mm-hmm. uh you'll find um gluten free crackers in there for the kids in their lunch, but me and my wife might eat a little bit here and there mm-hmm. um you might find um. What's another one that you might find in our house right now? That I'm just I'm just trying to think through my pantry right
1: now. Well, let's go. Something people might be interested in. What's what do you do for alcohol? Like, are you a beer guy or are you oh, a yeah. wine guy? There's what do you three
0: drinks? I'll drink. Okay. One is tequila. Okay. Two is Negroni. What is that? Negroni is one ounce gin, mm-hmm. one ounce vermouth, one ounce. Uh, oh, what's the Campari? Oh, okay. And Orchabli, mm-hmm. which is a specific type of white wine. Hmm. right if you pretty much those Mm -hmm. if i'm out and about and you see me drink it'll probably be one of those Mm -hmm. Uh, i enjoy them Mm -hmm. i don't drink a lot i think i maybe have probably two maybe two drinks a week a month sorry a month maybe yeah and i'll go months without one yeah two so it's just more depends on my social setting right but i don't mind having a drink i just don't overdo it yeah that's all so this is like real stuff we'll find in your pantry,
1: just every day. Well, know? yeah.
0: So we're going to we're going to try to get you guys Well, I'll probably take a picture. Yeah. Maybe I go home and take a picture. Yeah. And just so you guys can see it. what's in there. But
1: yeah. we'll, we'll th- do we'll do a like we're, we've been talking about doing a video like coming yeah. walking through MTV crib style. We'll show what's in there. But yeah, sounds like come you're see my us gym, come see my
0: dungeon. Yeah, yeah. And uh, come see what's in my pantry and just you know what? it's just real food. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best thing I can ever say to anybody. It just don't overcomplicate your food, mm-hmm. but the food that you do want to eat, make sure it's there because. If you bring in the foods that you shouldn't be eating, mm-hmm. you have to use your discipline every day to say to no to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if the structure is there and it's created, you don't need to waste your energy saying, no, I can't eat those chips or no, I can't eat that. It's mm-hmm. just don't bring them in and then fulfill your fridge with all the good food that you want to help achieve your goal. Mm-hmm. And then when you do want to have them, just go get them. Mm-hmm. Like I've been known to like, I just want a bag of cookies. Mm-hmm. I'll go get them on a Sunday, come home, eat that one bag. And that's it for like a month. Yeah. I won't eat them, but I won't have them in the house. So I'm thinking about them every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the one thing. That's why we've me and my wife, it's taken us. This is to 10 years. This isn't mm-hmm. something that's happened overnight, mm-hmm. but over the past 10 years, we've just got better and better at bringing all these good foods, bringing them in, making sure they're in the house mm-hmm. so that we're protected from wanting to eat the other foods. And they also are fillers for the other ones that are, let's say, less calories, more antioxidants, Mm -hmm. and they make us feel better. Mm -hmm. So keep finding those different rotations of foods. I hope this helps. Mm -hmm. We'll get this all typed up as well. So that way we'll put in the show notes. And then if you have any questions or you want to add more information to us and let us know what your favorite foods are, make some notes, make some comments. Let us know. Absolutely. Cool. All right. All right. Perfect. Sounds good.